In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Triggynet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here. I'm really excited because we're going to have a great show today. I am actually going to have Jill Staroshevsky, who is a repeat guest, come on the show. She happens to be an incredible, incredible multitasker, and um, she is kind enough to actually come on the show right after she um, has a parent-teacher conference with her daughter. So it's really kind of funny that we as mom entrepreneurs juggle so much. Uh, Sometimes, I'm going to talk for me personally, sometimes it's easier than others. Sometimes I feel like all the balls are dropping on the floor, and other times I feel like it can add just one more ball. But with that, I just want to let you know that we are going to be talking about something interesting. We're going to be talking about constantly, the importance of constantly reinventing ourselves. Um, So the theme for today is out with the old and in with the new. And I'll give my gloveys um, as an example, you know. Many of you know, I have been working really hard on my gloveys for six years now. I can't believe it's six years. But, of course, in the meantime, I was giving birth, and I have three young children. They're getting older now, but, um, you know, managing a lot of things. But it's so important that any time I get a phone call, whether it be from a reporter or anybody inquiring about gloveys, it's so important for me to make them feel that, you know what, it's a a very exciting brand new product. And Jill is going to be talking to us about how she also juggles many balls and um, she's an author. She um, just started this incredible foundation that I'll wait for her to come on and, you know, talk about. And she's getting tons of publicity. She is one of my guests who actually was one of the last guests on the Oprah show. So I'm sure she'll be telling us about that. So um, with that, okay, let's just see. I'm just saying, I'm looking at my DJ panel and Jill is still in her meeting. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask my producer, Jill Martin, to come on. Jill, are you there? Hmm, not yet. Let's see what's going on here. Oh, you were there. Hi, Jill. I'm not here. I'm still in the middle of plugging myself in here. <laughs> how, how are you doing today, Jill? 
Okay, I think I'm all plugged in. Oh, good. So, so good jo- morning, Josephine. Well, good morning. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. How are you? I am still. I'm trying to. <laughs> see me here. I'm. I'm trying to untangle myself. I'm wrapped up in uh, headphone cords here. <laughs> oh, that's so We're funny. Good. We're doing great. We're doing great. I understand the theme is uh, reinventing yourself this morning. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun, Jill, because, um, you know, my guest, Jill Starshevsky, which, of course, you know, Jill, because she was a host on Toginet. She's my namesake. Yes, and (laughs) she's incredible, and I became very close to Jill as we were both starting out as radio hosts at the same time, and we would bounce ideas off of each other. So let me ask you a question, Josephine. Tell me. Um, being with a the theme of reinventing yourself before when you first started um, tossing around the idea of having your own radio show, what what was your thinking process as to the purpose? How was it going to benefit you? How was it going to help you uh, kind of like give you a kickstart and reinvent yourself from what you were doing to where you wanted to go? And how has it benefited um, since since you have had your show? Well, Jill, that's a funny question because I have to tell you, I'm not sure if you remember this story, but I had John, who's the owner of Toginet, call me and he talked to me for two months, Jill. (laughs) And every time he'd call me, I had my little two-year-old wrapped around my leg and it sounded like a zoo was going on in my office. And this probably the fourth time he called me. I said, John, I know nothing about radio. There's no way. I, I really don't think I can add that to my schedule with my gloves and everything. And out of the blue, honest to God, my daughter was screaming. He said to me, but Josephine, if you were to have a radio show, what would you um, what would your theme be? What what would you talk about? How you know? What would your show be about? Mm-hmm. I said to him, I said, you know what, John? Because I had, let's just say, I went through a lot when I was younger. You know my story, Jill. A lot of my listeners do too. I was married, and unfortunately, my husband was diagnosed with a brain tumor and right. had passed away, and it was trauma. But And I was young at the time, but the thing is, I learned so many really, really important lessons along the way, and I felt bad that I was keeping those lessons to myself. I felt like, you know what, these lessons should be shared with so many people, because I was only 30 at the time, or 31 at the time when he was sick. Mm-hmm. What happens in life is a lot of time, not all the time, but a lot of times, we're elderly when a spouse gets sick. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard enough just to keep yourself healthy, but imagine taking care of a spouse at the same time. And there were things like when I would go to the hospital, when my husband was in the hospital and he had surgery or whatever he was in for, I learned that you should always ask for a copy of your medical records It might cost you $5, but it was so important because what I did was I kept a a massive file at home with every single doctor's visit, every single hospital visit, and on um, 
you know, in a split second, you don't know minute to minute what is going on. Right. And when my husband had a 911 call and we had to jump in the ambulance, I only had to pull my file. And it was great because my husband had appointments on Long Island. He had appointments in Manhattan. And I had all my x-ray files, all the reading reports and everything. Wow. So as soon as we got to that ER room, the ER doctor knew exactly what the history of the patient was, what That's medicine awesome. he was on. Mm-hmm. You know, he was taking 10 or 12 different types of medicine. Right. And I had all the dosages, all of that stuff. It might seem so simple, but it's something that I felt I should share with others. So when I was talking to John, I said, how cool would that be if I can take that concept and apply it to business? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he loved the idea. And I said, it's almost like paying it forward. And he started screaming on the other line. That's it. That's <laughs> it. That's it. And that will be the name of your show. And I said to him, I'm not sure about that, John. I don't know how Catherine Ryan Hyde is going to feel about that. <laughs> but as you know, Jill, she's been on the, our show several times. And she really has helped us push the concept forward. And... um well, so I think it's, I think that's great because in uh, in our society, you know, if we keep everything to ourselves, it becomes more of a self selfishness, self oriented type of a mentality. And if uh, you know, and a lot of business people are are kind of that way. They want to keep all their secrets to themselves and think of of them only and their progress. But once you can think about um, what is it that God has graced me with and learning what I have learned, how can I help the other fellow entrepreneur and how can we work together as a team? And I think that whole um, ideology is a fabulous one. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%, Joe. I think you're right. But I have to tell you, it started to become very surprising to me as I started doing my show in the beginning, how open a lot of the entrepreneurs ended up being. You know, a lot of times, Joe, even with women, sometimes there's some kind of competition going on. Always. But I have to say... The real, true, successful entrepreneurs are there kind of tapping those that are starting out on the shoulder. And even if they just have their hand mentally on their shoulder, Mm -hmm. they want to help. And it's amazing how many incredible guests I've had that have helped all of my listeners go forward. And... um, I'll tell you a little secret, Jill. <laughs> I love secrets. I have in the back of my head that keeps coming to, you know, the front of my mind mm-hmm. that I am thinking about possibly writing a book based on my radio mm-hmm. show with all of the absolute absolute incredible information that I've received and I would love to work on that book this summer because I love it. I just think I probably have thousands of um, business tips to share with everybody. Thanks to all of the great information we've received from the show. And, so, And knowing you and how organized you are, I'm sure you have <laughs> kept track and you've got a file for each and every one. Yeah, I do. That's Jill. impressive. I do. And I'm very excited about that. So I think That's that great. will be a lot of fun. And so how is it? How has it helped you? Um, or should I, or maybe I should re- rephrase it as, um, has it benefited you with your business 
in um, how you run your Glovey's business as far as learning all these tips from paying it forward guests. Well, I have to tell you, Joe, this is what I love so much about my radio show is that I truly put myself, I am in the position where I try to learn every single day how to better my business. And I think that's what makes the show so real. Well, I think that's a key thing in, in business world, because if you get if you stay in a rut, you're always going to do the same old, same old and never do anything new. And as a result, it's going to peter out and just drizzle away and, and go to nothing. Absolutely. And, you know, Jill, as a mom entrepreneur, we have a lot on our plate. And what I am fascinated in is always learning how to work more efficiently. And I get so much of that from my guests. So with that, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back shortly with paying it forward. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Ready for the most current feel-good gossip? Then check out Daytime with Donna with your host, Donna Intercastle and sidekick Nina Fry. Every Friday afternoon at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Donna is a charismatic, market-driven entrepreneur who was part of the team that founded iVillage.com, which is the largest content-driven community for women today. Donna and Nina are here to empower you, motivate you, and encourage you in all aspects of your life. It's like Oprah on the radio. Plus, your chance to win great prizes, all the way up to a $500 Visa gift card. For more on Donna Intracasso, check out her website, introinc.com. Then join us for the show, Daytime with Donna, with your host, Donna Intracasso, and sidekick Nina Fry. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Friday Nightcap Radio, 10 p.m. to midnight with Christy and Laura on toginet.com. Broadcasting from their scrappy kitchen in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. They've got nothing better to do than riff with their favorite Brooklyn-based independent vendors, artists, bands, bartenders, foodies, weirdos, and news stories. Featuring the live studio audience. Betty Rehab and the Gaybors. Sex, sex and dating commentary with the impersonal. The unknown political biased man. Ooh. And people who kind of know stuff. Stream on after your long week. Brooklyn's variety show of madcap intellectualism. Friday Nightcap Radio with Lauren Christie, 10 to midnight Eastern on Toginet.com. Radio like you've never seen. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Toginet.com. Josephine here, and I have my producer, Jill Martin, with me. 
And we are actually waiting for Jill Staroshevsky to join us, um, which will be a lot of fun. She's just um, going to be with us in just a few minutes. So, Jill Martin, are you still with us? I think so. Oh, great. Thanks, Jill. So, Jill, before break, you had asked me a question. Do you want to repeat the question? Um, my, my basically was because, you know, being me as, as producer of, of radio and um, knowing how radio on the Internet, how it is so beneficial to oh, we have over 100 show hosts right now. And each one of them has basically a testimony or story as to how it has personally helped them with their own personal business. And so how how would you say that you have been able to incorporate your hosting a radio show with your business? I think the most important thing the radio show has done for me personally, Jill, is it has helped me get the word out that Globies exists. I mean... Getting a product manufactured and actually getting it on the shelves is only one piece to the puzzle. The other piece to the puzzle that is so important is to get the word out. And that is what the radio show has really helped me to do. Not only that, I've had such incredible guests that are specialized in certain areas of their business that they've offered to help me as well so it's a lot of fun and i mean some of my guests are business coaches and it's so funny after they've listened or have been a guest for an hour they um they'll call me up after the show and they'll say you know what josephine have you thought about doing this or thought about doing that and it really is a lot of fun so that's how the radio show has truly helped me and i love the fact jill that i've met such amazing people i think a lot of i think you're exactly right i think you're because you are a talk show radio host i think it has really helped you in connecting with really great wonderful powerful entrepreneurs and i you know just even um rubbing elbows um i guess that's the the saying i want to say just being able to connect with people to be on your radio show i think at the same time um it's it's helped you but at the same time i think it's helped them in promoting them and furthering their own cause oh yeah that's what is so great about it jill is that in my opinion it turns out to be a win-win situation for all involved you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Well, I think that we have your um, guest for the hour, and I think she's on the line right here. She does have a little baby in the background, so you know, <laughs> this is mom reality, and this is the way it works. And uh, and so I'm going to hand it back over to you, Josephine, and I'll let you do your thing. Wonderful. Thanks so much, Jill Martin, for Absolutely. coming on air with us this Absolutely. morning. Absolutely. Okay, so good morning, Jill Starshevsky. How are hey, you? Good, good morning, Josephine. From one Jill to another, is that how it is? Yes, it is. But uh, Jill had wonderful things to say about you. So, um, so Jill, tell us. I was talking about um, how we as mom entrepreneurs are constantly juggling a lot of balls, and me personally, sometimes I feel like all the balls are falling off on the floor and other times I feel like I'm juggling so well I can add another ball to the mix uh, and I think you're juggling a lot of balls this morning is that what's going on 
Yeah, I think I'm always juggling sometimes more than others. And this morning, you know, I have one meeting after the next and have to be here at this place. But I'm with you now and I'm happy to be here. Oh, I'm so excited, Jill. So thanks for coming on. But you have so much going on. Um, I thought if it would be possible, I would love, let's just tell the guests one more time. Can you give us a little bit about your background, Jill? Sure. So I'm a prosecutor of child abuse and sex crimes in New York City. I've been prosecuting these cases for 15 years. And uh, what I learned very early on was that children don't immediately disclose when they're sexually abused. And so the abuse continues often and escalates. So I wrote a book to teach children if someone touches them to tell someone right away, a parent or a teacher. And that book is called My Body Belongs to Me. It's for three to eight-year-olds. And... Uh, and so that's one of my projects that I've been very busy with in marketing. And last year we were on the Oprah Winfrey show with the book. And now I go into schools and I talk to PTAs so I can teach parents and educators how to prevent and recognize child sex abuse. I also have several other side businesses. And in case that wasn't enough, I'm now starting um, a global movement uh, slated for April 14th of 2013 called the Innocence Revolution. And it's uh, an event that's going to bring a lot of nonprofits together um, to work together on that particular day to end child sex abuse. Wow, that sounds amazing, Jill. I'm so excited about that. I know we got to talk about that just a little when we had our two-hour special and you were kind enough to come on um, back in April. So I, the time will go by so quickly, and I can't wait to hear more about how that that happens. But Jill, what happens is a lot of times, you know, I look at your book, My Body Belongs to Me, um, in a very similar way that I look at my gloves. is that we've been working on them. It's a project that we've been working on for years, but it's so important to somehow keep, you know, our projects fresh and new all the time. Can you give us any suggestions on how you do that with your book, My Body Belongs to Me? Sure. You know, just because a book comes out doesn't mean it's going to be on everyone's mind for a long time, even after being on the Oprah Winfrey show or any show for that matter. So you need to take steps and make sure that if it's an important message, a message that you want to continue for people to hear, that you get the message out there. And one way that I do that is I look at the news and I see what in the news can I tie in to my book? So, for example, anytime a teacher is arrested or a paraprofessional is arrested for child sexual abuse, I make sure on all the social media I've access to, Facebook, Twitter, that I spread that article out and that I, that I link it to tips that I've written, articles, articles that I've written on how to recognize and prevent child sex abuse because people in that situation now, they're, you know, now they need to know what it is and what to do about it and how to talk to their children. I think that's great. And it's amazing, Jill. Um, the first time you came on my show, I believe, Jill, it's back in 2010. I can't believe it's over two years already. But it's so funny because when I was listening to the show the other night, we weren't really talking about social media, Jill, because not so sure I really knew that much about Twitter back then. And now... It's just such a vital, important piece 
of helping us get our word out that it's amazing how important it really is to our business. Certainly. I think people are using Facebook and Twitter now much more than they did in the past, and, and it's expanding our reach. So whereas my message could only in the past get to people I knew, now I'm constantly meeting new people who need to hear what I have to say. So in addition to using the, form, the, the platform of when teachers get in trouble or that type of thing, if anything, when there's any Internet, you know, uh, I think recently someone was just arrested for, um, walking around the store in Florida and kind of catcalling kids and trying to get them to come over. And so last night I actually uh, appeared on the Dr. Drew show briefly to discuss, you know, how to keep our children safe because there's always something going on. There's always a new angle. And that's what we need to do is look for that new angle and figure out a way how to tie ourselves in. I think that that's so brilliant of you, Jill. And it's also so important, I guess, for us to know our target market. Like exactly who are, and you know that, and you talked about it briefly, that your book is geared to um, children between the ages of three and eight. But I just know with my Glovies product, that is, um, we have the age group that our product is for, but we are actually marketing to the mom. So I think it's brilliant that you are doing your speaking engagements at the PTAs, Jill. How did you get started doing that? Was that by accident or did you plan that? Actually, the first time I was asked to speak at a PTA, um, it's funny how one thing leads to another. I believe um, I did. Uh, I wrote an article. I did an interview first for a webinar, and uh, someone interviewed me for a webinar. I guess that webinar got picked up by a lot of people, and ultimately New York Family Magazine decided to take part of that webinar and make an article, and it was called, like, My Body Belongs to Me, uh, 10 Tips on How to Keep Your Child Safe from Sexual Abuse. And then that got so much exposure, especially here in New York City, that one of the parents who read the magazine article asked me to come speak at their school. And then, of course, once you speak at one school and the principal attends and, and anyone in attendance, if you do a good job, they're going to come up to you afterwards and say, oh, you're so great. Let me tell you about this opportunity. So from that first PTA meeting, you know, I was presented media opportunities. I was presented um, a web video. Someone who makes web videos wants to talk about, you know, taking my message about how these 10 tips on how to keep your children safe. Because many parents don't realize that there are things they can do to prevent child sexual abuse. So this person wanted to get those tips out in the format he was familiar with. So now I'm talking to him about a web video. And so then certainly once you do one, then others come along. And so one school heard I did it for them, and now they want me to speak. And so, you know, now I'm reaching out to the autistic community because this is certainly a message that applies to them. So you just keep building on everything that you've done, you know, something else eventually comes out of it. And interesting story, I have this habit of not being able to say no to anyone. And that's before I go to bed, I practice. No, I'm sorry, I'm too busy, I can't help you. No, I'm sorry, thank you for, for that, but I can't volunteer. I'm sure you have the same problem, right? Don't of course, mean? of course, because sometimes I feel like I have sucker written, written on my forehead because Jill, no. I can't say no. I can't. I'm always exactly. like... Exactly. 
well, I feel the same way. So someone once asked me, um, a colleague asked me, um, she referred me to a friend of hers who had a blog, and they wanted me to write an article about uh, youth sports, how to keep children safe in youth sports. So I figured, okay, how much different could that be than the usual tips that I give? So I, I modified my tips to relate to children on softball teams and, and little league and baseball, and I made it really about how to make sure your coaches are safe, and I really tailored it to what she wanted. But here I'm thinking, like, do I have time to write for this blog? I've so many things on my never-ending list of things to do. But you know what? A friend asked me to do it, so I did it. Well, this blog was seen by, you know, I guess called JBM Thinks. That's the name of the blog. JBM Thinks was read by enough people that Sporting Magazine, Sporting Kid Magazine emailed me and said, we love the article in JBM Thinks. Can we, you know, have permission to copy it in Sporting Magazine, Sporting Kid Magazine? Yes. That's of course, amazing, I said, yes. Jill. Yeah. And you're so right. One thing leads into another, but I can't wait to hear more about that when we come back. Thanks, everyone. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ali Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on toginet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning Learning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopri. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinlock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Jill Starshevsky with us today. And Jill, right before break, we started to talk about, um, you were telling us a story about Sporting Kids Magazine. So, yes, um, I was saying that. 
that this blog that I had written for JBM Things was picked up by Sporting Kid Magazine, which had a huge, you know, I don't know, maybe 100,000 um, circulation. So it was really great. This one article that I had written was going to have a wider reach. So I said yes, and the article was written in Sporting Kid Magazine. And then a few weeks after that, I was contacted by Little League, uh, you know, international organization who said they saw the article in Sporting Kid Magazine. So you see how one thing leads to another. So then Little League picked up the article, and suddenly I'm getting emails and phone calls from friends with kids in Little League saying, hey, I saw an article you wrote in our newsletter. So I guess my message is, you know, there really is no small opportunity, even if it's a podcast or a, uh, a blog that you may think doesn't have a lot of listeners or a lot of readers. You never know which reader is going to pick it up, and it's going to turn into a bigger opportunity. Yeah, I think you're so right. I mean, Jill, you remember that big opportunity I had to be on ABC Nightline News, which I still look back on that and say, my God, did that really happen? But that happened because I was quoted in the San Francisco Chronicle, and that led to the TV um, interview, which was like huge. So you're so right. One thing does lead into another. And, you know, I remember talking to you recently about how you went to Connecticut to do um, a presentation and how you were like, gosh, why am I doing this? This it's a far, you know, ride. You're taking time away from your family. And a lot of times we do things and we don't know what the outcome is. But I remember it was well worth your time you doing that. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, sure. The, the event was at Saxus Avenue, and it was certainly worth my time because it, just, it had a really nice turnout, and I really think that my message, which at that point, again, I expanded the message. At that point, the message at Sax was on, oh, the message was on, oh, you see, Mommy Duty's calling. You're okay, sweetie. The message at that point was on Internet safety. And, um, and so, Emma, you want to say hi to everybody? Yes, I and hear Emma. Emma's yeah. a year old now, Jill, right? Exactly. She's a little bit older than a year. So uh, that actually resulted in, in, a, in a very good turnout. But beyond that, what happened was um, shortly thereafter, I was contacted. I don't know if you heard about this, but um, there was someone arrested um, for impersonating Justin Bieber on the Internet, and he was having 12-year-olds. He pretended he was Justin Bieber, and he asked 12-year-olds to you know, communicate with them, and then ultimately uh, ask them to do sexual things on the internet oh, in front of their I thought that was horrendous. Did. Yes, I do yeah. remember that, Jill. And so, um, of course, ultimately the, the, the little girl found out it wasn't just an viewer, and, and criminal charges uh, were pursued. There you go. Good job. Um, and so someone who I met uh, when I was doing the um, the event in Connecticut contacted, you know, was contacted by the news, and they wanted someone to comment on internet safety. And the person I spoke with on the panel in Connecticut said, call Jill Staraszewski. I heard her at this panel, and she's great. And so I was on ABC News commenting as an expert on that. So, again, you know, it, it, you really have to take opportunities and try and turn them into something or see what they turn into on their own. I think that's so, so important, Jill. You never know. And you got to just get out of the office and network a little, too, because you just never know who you're telling your story to. Exactly. And if your message is such that you want people to hear it, then it can't hurt to keep telling it and keep telling it. And I always tell people, that's the one thing that you need if you start a business. You have to have passion because you're going to be telling the same thing over and over again. And if you don't have passion for your message, you're going to get tired of hearing yourself speak. And other people aren't going to want to hear it. You really need to really believe in what you're, what you're doing, what you're selling, what you're marketing, whatever it is. Feel strongly about it before you get involved. You're so right. So, Jill, recently you took a trip to Italy. Can you tell us about that? 
Oh, of course. I just got back from Rome two weeks ago, and it was fantastic. Uh, we actually turned the last part of it into a vacation. My husband came with me, and we turned it into a nice vacation. But the purpose in going was um, I was asked to speak in Rome at their fourth annual uh, National Day Against Pedophilia and uh, Child Pornography. And um, I spoke in their, I'm not sure if it was their equivalent of their parliament or their house of chambers with their, you know, someone from the Minister of Education and Minister of the Interior and all these, um, you know, uh, important people on this panel and the chief of police. And we spoke about how to, you know, how can we prevent child sex abuse and how can we prevent um, pedophilia. And it was an amazing opportunity. Really, I learned a lot and, you know, share some share some insights internationally. And, of course, like I say, every time you do something, you know, Something's going to come of it. At the end of the meeting, someone from Microsoft spoke and said, you know, we're sponsoring this event, not only because we believe in it, but because child pornography is often coming to our computers, and we want to do something about that so as to try and fight this, because, you know, we feel that we're playing some kind of role, although not um, by choice. And so someone from Microsoft at the end came up to me and introduced himself to me, gave me his card, and I thought, that's great, you know, but, you know, what am I going to do with a Microsoft you know, Italy contact. Next thing you know, he emails me and he says, here's my New York City contact at Microsoft. Um, I'd like you to um, hook up with her. And there's a conference going on in New York on, you know, digital crimes. We think you might be interested. Would you like to attend? So tomorrow I'm attending the digital conference at Microsoft. And, you know, it, it really just opens up new doors every time you do something. You just have to make yourself available for that. I think that's so important, Jill. I mean, I'm just so impressed because... You are able to do so much, and I, you just seem to have the right kind of balance. You really do, Jill. Somehow it all seems to work out. And I was on your website the other day, and I think your website is so nice and clean, organized, and neat. It's not, you know, you have all the information on there that is necessary without it being overburdened, and I think it's so important. I mean, I try to do what I can to help people. So on my website, I knew it was important to have resources where people can go to find help if they suspect someone is a victim of sexual abuse. I give information of, you know, where to find articles. You know, what I talk about is a subject that people rarely want to discuss. So if they're interested enough to come to my website, which is www.mybodybelongsteam.com, I want to give them the information that they're looking for. I don't want to make them chase it around on the Internet. You know, my father always tells me, if you put in child sexual abuse into Google, Google. You get all this stuff that comes up. Nothing comes up that helps you. It's all about, you know, I actually should do it to see exactly what comes up. But it's not what you think, you know, people are looking for if they suspect someone's being abused. I want to make that information more readily available. I always tell people, I want to make the conversation about how to prevent child sex abuse that parents are supposed to have with their children. I want to make it as common and ordinary for parents to have as teaching their children how to cross the street. So that in years from now, when when people say, oh, did you talk to your three-year-old or four-year-old about how to keep their bodies safe? People say, well, of course I did. What do you think? I'm crazy? Of course. You know, that's what we need to get. Because right now, the predators know how to talk to our children. They know how to get to them. We need to arm our children with the information that's going to help keep them safe. You know, Jill, I think that that is so, so important. But, um, you know, something had happened recently. And it's so funny because I am on the playground so often or on the field, I should say, because my children are so heavily involved in sports. 
And it's so funny that, and I'm not, I, I don't want to stereotype anybody, but I'm just saying <laughs> that there are certain parents that feel very free to allow their seven or eight year old child, whether male or female, you know, wait, wait in on the field for them while they run to the car that's, you know, five minutes away or yes, it's your, your high school or your community. But to me, it horrifies me. And I think only because well, because I'm my mom, and that's a worst case scenario for any parent, or it's a very serious situation, let's just say that. But maybe because I know you so well, Jill, that it's always in the forefront of my mind that it takes a split second for somebody to do something to your child. I mean, how, how do we handle that if, like, what would I even say to a friend that, does something like that like is there a nice easy way to say well maybe we shouldn't i don't know how to handle that situation jill do you have any suggestions well in terms of how you say it to your friend i mean if it's a friend about yours you can just express your concerns you know i'm a little concerned that your seven-year-old you know is at the park and you know i've heard something's happening in this area you know maybe it's something you should consider but but it's funny that you you mention it because i i I think you had talked about your Dateline show that you were on years ago, and Lenore Skenazy was someone that had either been on the show or been mentioned on the show. Well, I finally met Lenore Skenazy last night when I appeared on the Dr. Drew show because she was on talking about, of all things, this past weekend was, I think, her third annual Take Your Children to the Park and Leave Them Their Day. So she is a big proponent of this. Different people feel differently, but she feels that at a certain age and for her movement is seven to eight. We should be bringing our children to the parks in New York City, wherever it is, and leaving them there for the day so that they can learn how to play and make good jobs. And they can learn how to figure out things on their own. And, and so I was, of course, on the show, what I thought was the voice of reason, saying, well, that's not such a smart thing to do for a variety of reasons. But, you know, she feels that because, you know, the crime rates are down, why should we be keeping our kids I guess chained up and not allowing them to play, but I, you know, I think we can allow our kids to play and be independent, even though we're in the park on the bench, not so far away. So, you know, different parents raise their children differently, and yeah. if you just point out what the different options are, hopefully they'll make the right decision. But uh, certainly, in my opinion, seven years old is too young to be in a park by themselves. Yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent there, Jill. You know, everything's fine when nothing goes wrong but it's those times that something drastic goes wrong that then you turn around and say what were they crazy you know right. so what you just left them for two minutes anything can happen in a matter of seconds you know so, right and you talk about statistics and crime being down well if it happens to your kids and the statistics don't matter very much the point is yeah. it happened and you took a gamble and you lost is it worth it like is it worth the risk as parents, it's our job to protect children, and to the extent that we can, as long as we're not harming them, and I think by being in the park that they're playing in is not harming them, uh, we need to, you know, make sure that we're vigilant about keeping them safe. I think you're so right, and Jill, how many times have we sat down in a nice restaurant, we have our children there, and the second we sit down, or the second the food arrives, doesn't everybody always hear mommy and have to go potty? And it's like, sure. okay, okay, fine. And my husband looks at me and I look at him and it's like, okay, whose turn is it? You know how many times, like now my son's 10 years old. 
honest to God, Jill, I still will not let my 10-year-old enter the bathroom by himself. I, I don't some care. People, some people might say you're hyper-paranoid or hyper-aware. Other people might say, do you know that most predators hang out and loiter in the areas where bathrooms are because they know parents send their children in restaurants to bathrooms alone? McDonald's, right. game rooms. You know? Yeah, you're so, so right. So being aware is so important. So anyway, we'll be back with Jill Starshevsky in just a few moments. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, The Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what The Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teething to teen driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Information is power. The power to change your life. So be here for Education to Excellence. Some of the most valuable information you may ever receive will be shared with you 7 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday night with Education to Excellence with your host, Bruce Beichman. You'll benefit from insightful shows featuring guests that are proven experts in their field. Little-known facts on how to improve your health by making one very simple change in your morning routine. If you're a high school graduate or working adult and a bachelor's, master's, or doctorate degree from an accredited college would change your life, you won't want to miss this. Education to Excellence. Shift your career into high gear without ever attending a traditional college class. Learn investment strategies from proven experts who have a track record of helping normal individuals build abnormal wealth. Check out their website, education2excellence.com. Then join us for the show, Education to Excellence, with your host, Bruce Beichman. Tuesday nights at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Josephine here, and we have Jill Starshevsky with us. So, Jill, we've been talking a lot about how opportunities arise from other opportunities, and I would love to know, what have you done? Um, can you give us an example of things you've done proactively that have helped lead to your success? Sure. So sometimes you fall into, you know, you kind of step in it, as they say, and things just happen. Other times you have to work and make them happen on your own. So, for example, you know, when I was first invited to speak in Italy uh, at this National Day Against Pedophilia, I thought, yay, a trip to Italy, how wonderful. <laughs> that was my first thought. My second thought was how amazing that Rome, you know, Italy has this National Day Against Pedophilia, and why don't we have it? And the Ministry of Education is translating My Body Belongs to Me and putting it into the school system there. 
I'm here in America. Why aren't they doing that here? So I kind of went on LinkedIn and I started asking some people, you know, what would be on your wish list for a National Day Against Child Sex Abuse? And I started getting some people responding to me and looks like they had thought about this for a long time because their responses were pretty meaty. And, you know, after collecting five or ten people, I kind of thought, okay, well, I'm a mother of three, a full-time prosecutor and author marketing a book. I really don't have very much to do. Why don't we put together a national day against child sex abuse? And that's how the Innocence Revolution got started. So we're, we're, we're actually aiming for the end of this month to launch it, but it looks like it's going to be June because our website's not finished yet. And we're launch, launching what was once called the National Day Against Child Sex Abuse. It's now called the Innocence Revolution, a Global Day Against Child Sex Abuse. And it really just came out of this idea from Italy. Sometimes it's like you need to act on something, you know, fast and just go with it and see where it takes you. Oh, I love it. I think that that's great. And I wish you a lot of success with that, Jill. And I know it's going to be huge. So I do hope you'll keep us informed on all of that good stuff so I can keep my listeners abreast of that as well. So, Jill, my last segment of the show is always a, we wrap it up with some great business tips. And you've been in business a long time while you were working full time. So that always amazes me as well. And um, you, we didn't talk that much about the fact that you are considered the poem lady, also known as a poem lady. And you are also the inventor of um, How's My Nanny? Correct, Jill. Do you want to tell right. tell everybody sure. about? Let's just tell them a little bit about that, and then maybe you could talk about some of the business tips that you've learned from doing all these businesses. Sure. So let's start with the first one. Uh, the poemlady dot com uh, started, I guess, shortly after I had my first daughter, and I, you know. Um, I, I do this really kind of sad work in what I do, prosecuting sex crimes, and I really needed a way to get some joy to balance out some of the sadness that I was hearing every day at work. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I had always written customized poems for people's birthdays or baby showers or going away parties, and I thought, this is a fun thing. Let me see if I can turn it into a business. So I put up a little website that didn't cost me anything, and I started getting phone calls. Back then it was by phone. And I now write customized poems for people, you know, happy events in their life. So I do bar mitzvah candle lighting ceremonies, which is a big seller. I do baby shower poems. And for me, not only do I get the joy because I hear about what, you know, happy event is going on, but I love hearing the feedback when the people get my poems and they love them. So it's a really nice trade-off and it's become a, a nice way to make a little bit of extra money on the side. Yeah, well, Jill, I think you're amazing. And you wrote a, a poem about gluffies that made me laugh because it's like you're a ghostwriter. It's almost like, you know, you're just amazing. So if anybody needs a poem written, like if you're going to be the best man or the maid of honor or matron of honor at a wedding and you need a poem, let me tell you, Jill makes it sound like it comes right from you. So hats <laughs> off to you, Jill. And one more time, how can we get to the poem lady? Oh, it's uh, www.thepoemlady.com. The other business that I started, again, I kind of just, it just kind of happened. I was in the park one day, and I saw um, a nanny who wasn't, uh, no, I saw two kids playing, uh, like a four-year-old and a six-year-old kid, and no one was watching them, seemingly. So I watched them for about 45 minutes until finally they ran over to a woman and put something in the bag down next to her, and I thought to myself, why are they bothering that lady who's sitting reading on the bench? And then I realized she was their nanny and hadn't been watching them at all for the hour. And so I thought, I'm going to tell the parents that, you know, their nanny needs to be spoken to. She wasn't watching these kids, and they could have run into the busy Manhattan Street or, you know. And then I realized 
I don't know these children. I don't know who their parents are. There's no way for me to figure it out. And this wasn't my park. I was just there at lunch. There was no way for me to get a message to these parents. And, and I went back to the meeting I was in, and I kind of thought, how would I get a message to parents on the, to give them feedback on how their nanny was doing? And thus, I created HowIsMyNanny.com, which is a 4 by 7 metal license plate that members get to attach to their stroller. Um, and if a bypasser sees a nanny do something good or bad, they can log on to the website and the parent and only the parent gets a message as to what the person saw them do. And the first day we launched, we were in the Daily News, and the second day we were on Good Morning America, and it kind of swept the country very quickly. And uh, so I kind of felt that was another way to provide communication with parents so they can keep their children safe. Oh, I think it's so great. I love the fact that, you know, that coincides so well with My Body Belongs to Me. You know, it's yeah, all about you, you keeping the your theme, kids safe. Yeah. Kids safe, kids communication with parents, you know, the whole thing. That's, that's generally my message. If I had a soapbox, I would stand up there and, and yell that as well as I could. Communicate with your children, keep your children safe. Yeah, I think that's so great. So, um, okay, Jill, so we got that. Now, let's just tell everybody one more time how they can get My Body Belongs to Me because it truly is an incredible book. Jill, I always tell you that story that before I met you, my oldest was going to the YMCA camp for a summer. He was only two years old. They were teaching him how to swim. I was petrified to let him go because, you know, they have counselors there who are, you know, putting the children into their bathing suits at such a young age and everything. And I would just drill in my son's head. Remember, nobody touches your private parts, but mommy, you know, mommy, daddy and the doctor. And I would say the doctor's name. So, you know, he just knew that his private parts were off limit. But when you came out with your book, I was able to use it with my middle child and my youngest child, and it just made it that much easier and less scary. That's what I think is so amazing about the book is that the kids can relate to it. They look at the pictures, and it's not such, you know, an intense situation but the point is made very clearly so right um, and, and not to keep secrets and to tell some of your hurt absolutely so the book is available in stores if your store your barnes and double doesn't have it you can ask for it it's also available on amazon and it's also available with um for free shipping at uh com. so uh there's a bunch of different ways to get it um i have some tips if you have time you want oh, me to great. share some business yes tips. Okay, okay so my ahead. first my first tip is um, people utilize uh, tools like LinkedIn and social media, but I, I, I encourage people to utilize them in the way they're meant to be used, not just sign up and think, okay, I have a profile on LinkedIn. Um, you know, I started a child safety network on LinkedIn, and I now have, you know, upwards of 300 members, and there are people that I can go to with information or um, opportunities if I have them. And so, you know, look for groups. You're allowed up to 50 groups on LinkedIn, and you should be having 50 groups because those are people in your groups that you can now connect with on a first level. So so my first tip is utilize the social media the way it's meant to be utilized. That's great and so important. Okay. My second, my, 
My second tip is find um, a networking group in the genre that you work in. So, for example, I um, am an author, so I am heavily involved in a group called She Writes, F-H-E-W-R-I-T-E-S, SheWrites.com. And it is a social networking group for writers, and I make sure to greet every single member who comes on, and it's an incredibly active group. So sometimes there's 20 new members in a day that I have to greet. I don't have to. I choose to. But then I make connections with those people, and I can reach out to them and share things with them, and they share things with me. And it's not just a nice support network, but it's a great way to create new contacts and network with people um, within the same area. So find something in your area and become involved in that. Great tip. Uh, my next tip is utilize um, a service called Animoto. Josephine, I know I've shared this oh. with you. And A N I M O T O. Animoto.com is a free service. It's 30 seconds. There's also um, another service that gives you a minute, but it's a video. You just put up um, a couple of pictures and you put in the text and you hit send, and they turn it into like a, a music video with whatever it is, whether it's your business, and you can share it on any social media. They have all these buttons to share your video, and the first time I did it, I asked for responses, and you know, Josephine, I got like... Yeah. 80 responses from total strangers on LinkedIn giving me feedback on what I can do and how I can improve what I'm doing. It was amazing. But not only that, Jill, I remember it actually took your business a step further, didn't it, with um, people wanting to sponsor your book? Absolutely. I, had, I got sponsors for the second time I was printing my book as a result. Um, it, it just it, it got my message to places I couldn't reach otherwise because sometimes people don't have the time to read an article, but they have 30 seconds to watch a little movie. And if you make the movie interesting and informative, they'll spread it around and pass it around. So it really got sent to a, a nice group of people. And, and I even had someone offer to do a video for me, like a, a three-minute video as a result of seeing that because he was um, moved and inspired by my message. So this was his area of expertise, so he created this three-and-a-half-minute video, which is still on YouTube and, and provides some really valuable information. So, again, you know, I think Animoto is a great tool that a lot of people don't know about. Okay. I'm so glad you shared that because that was that did a lot for Glovies, too, to help get the word out. Okay. So, do you have... We might have time for two more tips, Jill. Okay. So, very quickly, tip number four is... Um, when you're using Twitter, doing Twitter alone is not enough because you don't want to be on your, you know, Twitter all day. Use a service like Hootsuite, H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E, and set up your tweets ahead of time. So all day while you're at work or feeding the kids or whatever it is, you can have your tweets going out every hour, different tweets every half an hour, whatever it is. Utilize Hootsuite so while you're doing one thing, Hootsuite's doing something else for you at the same time. So you actually can be in two places at once, which we moms and dads so often need. And my last tip is, I know a lot of people are on HARO, H-A-R-O, Help a Reporter Out. HARO right now has a free trial they're offering through Vocus. Um, the free trial includes their Vocus services. It also includes two free uh, PR web press releases. It includes their amazing tools. doesn't cost anything to sign up. So if you haven't been on HARO before, get on HARO and sign up for Vocus's free 30-day trial. You'll get a lot of bang for your non-buck and uh, really connect you on Twitter and everything else. And you'll really learn a lot about their tools and get some good exposure. I think that's great. So Haro, for those that might not know, it's Help a Reporter Out, and uh, it has helped both of us tremendously, right, Jill? Oh, sure. 
I've gotten a lot of media appearances as a result of it and, and magazine interviews. And um, I've posted things on there myself when I've been writing things and I need sources. So it, it's, it, it's quick, it's easy, and it's free. Wow. And, you know, you can't beat those free things. Well, Jill, you have helped us so much. I love your, all of your five business tips today. I want to thank you for being part of Paying It Forward once again as a repeat guest. And Jill, please keep us um, abreast on what's happening with your foundation. Have a we wonderful thank week. Thank you, Jill. Have a wonderful week, everyone. And we'll see you again next week on Paying It Forward. Thank you to Jill. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week, we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons learned,